0: Amen. Give him the glory that is due unto his holy name. Praise God. Shall we look to the scriptures? John chapter 14, verse 16 and 17. he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he dwells with you and he will be in you romans 8:26 and 27 Hallelujah. Likewise the Spirit also helpeth us in our weaknesses. For we do not know how we ought to pray as we ought to. But the Spirit himself make intercession for us. with groanings which cannot be uttered, amen. Praise God. Father, we are grateful to you this morning. We pray that you will speak into our lives, Lord. Every resistance to the preaching and proclamation of God's word, we bind it in the name of Jesus. We take victory in Jesus' name. To Christ be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Please be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Anybody remember what was the title? Help. Amen. You got help. Praise God. How many of us need help? Anybody need helps? We all need help. Amen. Praise God. You got help. Amen. You got help. praise God well we already discussed last week few things that the Lord Jesus said to his disciples and we already looked into this as to how it applies to our lives as we said many who have experienced salvation with no doubt they will reach the portals of glory but the question remains about the quality of life that God expects us to live here. Are we able to live up to that quality of life that God has promised? Jesus said that he came so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. Praise God. The only way we can experience abundance of life is by the aid, by the strength, by the power of the Holy Spirit that indwells us. God does not want any of his children to live a defeated life. But rather he wants every one of us to experience victory in our day to day life. Knowing the challenges and the hurdles that you and I can encounter. He has made provision for us so that we can become overcomers by the power of the Holy Spirit that indwells each and every one of us God wants us to draw on that full capacity of the Holy Spirit that is available for us quite often we settle for the goodies for the goods And we do not want to settle what he has for us. We settle for the gizmos and the gadgets without tapping into the untold riches of God's grace and the untold power that is available through the Holy Spirit. Unless you and I learn to depend, lean on the Spirit of God, We cannot become everything that God wants us to become in our life. God has created us in such a way that we can lean on the indwelling presence and the power of the Spirit so that we can live a life that is victorious, that is pleasing, that is an overcoming life. Praise God. Quite often... We continue to struggle needlessly because we do not want to yield ourselves to the Spirit of God. Many people have just made the Spirit of God into just a power or just an energy. But when we look into God's word, we realize that he's not just Energy and power. But the Bible teaches us that he is a person with a personality. Now in the Old Testament the Holy Spirit's ministry was temporary and task specific. The Holy Spirit in the Old Testament came upon individuals to empower them for a specific task. For a specific given given assignments in their lives, but never to dwell with them permanently. The Holy Spirit's role changes significantly in the New Testament, whereas the role in the Old Testament was primarily task-driven. In the New Testament, his ministry becomes People driven. The giving of the Holy Spirit has changed everything for us. He has given us now the provision and the potential that we need to live an overcomer's life. Praise God. The Spirit's ministry for us is multifaceted. As we read from the words of Jesus himself. Jesus said that I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper. In the root word, the word helper, in its verb it means one who comes alongside. So the Holy Spirit is one who comes alongside to teach us, to help us. To, to be an advocate for us to be an encourager for us aren't we glad that there is someone along our side one who is able to help us one who is able to teach us one who is able to advocate for us one who is able to Encourage us, but unfortunately, when we hear and use the term helper, we quite often think maybe about Santa's helper. No, the Holy Spirit is not Santa's helper, but we reminded from the scripture, Holy Spirit, He is God Himself, He is not it, He is not just force, but He is a Person, Praise God. He is one of the three persons of the triune Godhead. He is God having the same essence, having the same attribute and the characteristics of the other members of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit role, it varies, it's not the same as the Father and the Son. Jesus is telling that his role and the nature of the Holy Spirit is the person sent to help us, to aid us. He is a person, he has a personality, he can speak, he can hear, he can be grieved, he can be quenched, he can be resisted. Praise God. He is God. He is co-equal, co-eternal, and co-exist. Praise God. As a person in the Trinity, the Holy Spirit possesses all the attributes that God has. Now tell your neighbor, you got help. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, if you have help, well, the kind of help that you can receive is based on the ability and the potential of the one who can help you. So for us to understand The potential and the ability of the Holy Spirit who is by our side to help us, to teach us, to encourage us, and to advocate us. Once we realize his potential, that's when we realize that we have all the help that we need in our life. Praise God. Tell your neighbor, I got all the help that I need. Praise God. Amen. Who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we move on? Yes. When we study the attributes of God, You know, there are three that people normally, often talk about. There are many attributes of God as the scripture reveals to us. But three of them are very common. What are they? Omni. Omniscient. Omni. Come on. Praise God, yes. Now, if Holy Spirit is, is, God, he is what? Omniscient, he's omnipotent, and he's omnipresent. See, it's very important. When we just put himself as a helper, we tend not to appreciate his power and his potential. Praise God. But once we realize who he is and his power and his potential and what the Lord has done for us, We can live a life of expectation and we can live a life that is overcoming. Okay. All right. He is omniscient. The attribute of God by which God perfectly and eternally knows all things which can be in the past, which can be in the present, and in the future. Hello. Hello. The paracletos, the paraclete who is by your side, he knows everything about the past, everything about today, and everything about the future. How much does he know? Where do you go for information? Where do you go for information? Yes, Tina, where do you go for information? You don't know something, so you go for information. Where do you go? Huh? Google, thank God for Google. Goodness, praise God. Long before Google came, what would we do? What would we do? The encyclopedia, is has gone. You know, out of the door. Now everything is what? Everybody is into Google. And a friend of mine, the other, you know, he introduced me to Bing. Huh? There is so many. Okay, you know, but let me tell you. Can Google give you the information how many stars are there in the universe? Hello? Well, this is what the psalmist says in Psalm 147.4 God not only knows how many stars are there in the universe, but he calls them by name. Oh, wow. He calls the stars the inanimate objects By their name. He knows how many of them are there in the universe and what their names are. Oh, wow. How come he knows that? He put it up there. Hmm? And how did he do it? Just spoke it into existence okay let's move on, coming down from universe to here, coming down to earth psalm thirty three three says God has the capacity to see and to know every person on the earth all at the same time. Wow, his knowledge of us is so intimate that Jesus said in the gospel of Matthew as gospel of Matthew records he said that he even knows our changing hairlines. Is that what he said? What did he say? He knows our changing hairlines? No. He has numbered every hair. I don't know. You don't know. None of us know. This morning when we were combing we don't know how many of them fell down but he keeps saying what? You think it's an over exaggeration? Hmm? What do you think? Yes, Stacy, what do you think? You, you think Jesus was exaggerating? Praise God. He knows the number of our heads. In other words, He is intimately involved in our lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, this is just as true for God, the Holy Spirit, as it is for God the Father. Now, coming, moving on. He's not only omniscient, he's omnipotent. Meaning what? He is an all-powerful God. As Jeremiah 32 records, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Nothing is impossible for God. Omnipotence also means that God's can God can do whatever He wants whenever He wants. Hello? Praise God. This is how Job put it. I know that you can do everything, and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. In other words, when God intends to do something, nobody, no power in the universe, no agency in the universe can thwart the purpose of God. What God wants to do, he will do it. He can do with us. He can do through us. And guess what? He can do without us. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's good to know. Praise God. This is how the psalmist puts it. Psalm 115 verse 3. Our God is in heaven. He does whatever he pleases us. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, look at this. Paul specifically of God the Holy Spirit... He says this. This is how he puts it. I want you to put up that verse. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. We all know this verse. I want you to look at this verse very carefully. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly about all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. Is it up there? Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly about all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Look at that verse carefully. He is able to do. Our God is a God who is actively Working. He is is not an inactive God. He is not an idle God. But He's a God who is active all the time. The psalmist says the keeper of Israel. He neither sleeps nor does he slumber. Praise God. He is able to do. That means he is constantly at work. Not only that. The Paul is saying he's able to do what we ask. Praise God. That means he what? He hears what we ask. Praise God. Number one, he's a God who does things. Number two, he hears what we ask. Look at that verse carefully. Number three, it's not only what you ask, it is also what you think or imagine. Look at this, you know. For him to do what you ask, that means he hears you. For him to to hear what you ask, that means he hears you. Now, he, he gives what? What you think. Or imagine that means, what does that mean? That means he is what? He's scanning your thoughts. He's reading your thoughts. You know, how often we pray unuttered prayers? We ask things, and there are things that goes through our mind. Now Paul is saying he's able to do much more than what you ask or imagine some things we are even afraid to ask even those things that you imagine he's able to do it for you praise god not only that it's ask or thing praise god he's able to do more hello beyond all that we ask beyond your and mine expect It doesn't end Paul goes on to say He is able to do not only more He is able to do much more Exceedingly abundantly more The word periso is used Abundance He is able to do much more abundantly Than what you and I ask In other words When he gives his grace, it is not in a calculated measure. He's not a stingy God. He gives it generously. Praise God. For he's a God of super abundance. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, my God is a God of super abundance. Where is he? Where is he in this context? Look what Paul is saying. This ability and power works where? According to the power that is working. Working where? In the universe? In the church? No, working where? In us. In other words, Paul is saying the source of that power is God, the Holy Spirit that works within us. Don't underestimate the advocate, the comforter, the aid, the helper who is by your side. Praise God. Well, not only that, let's move on. He is not only omniscient and omnipotent. He is what? He is omnipresent. In other words, he is simultaneously everywhere at the same time. You have doubt. Go and check out Psalm 139, verses 7 to 10. I have no time to read, but let's move on. Omnipresent also means that he not only transcends space, but he also transcends time. Hello. See, you and I are confined to space and time. God is not confined to space or Time. He's not confined to space or time. He stands outside of time. Standing outside of time, he sees your past he sees your present moment and he sees your future praise God don't underestimate the one who is along your side send to empower you send to enrich you send to equip you send to energize you send to encourage you with him by your side you can become everything that God wants you to be because you have him by your side not only by your side Jesus said he is inside of you hallelujah praise God hallelujah now he knows our past aren't we glad that knowing our past He has chosen to forgive and forget our past. The things that we have renounced, the things that we have repented, the things that we have confessed, the things that we have asked the Lord to cleanse us with his precious blood. How does that make you feel? Well, I know since all of you guys are perfect, it doesn't apply to you. Am I right? Well, it does apply to... Every one of us is omnipresent. That means he knows the past, the present, and the future. That means he knows the danger that lies ahead of us. That means he knows the opportunities that lies ahead of us. That means he knows every event that is before us. If that's the case, if you and I can learn to hear his voice, my sheep at my voice. If we can hear what he has to tell us in our prayer room when we clothe ourselves with prayer and praise when we saturate ourselves with the word of God you can hear him speak into your life Amen Hallelujah Praise God no wonder Jesus no wonder Jesus referred to him as the helper coming back to what we are talking about the Holy Spirit praise God The Bible says in 8, 26, 27, we do not know, put that up, we do not know what we ought to pray. The Spirit helps us in our weakness. King James Version says infirmities, but um, the other version says weakness, praise God. How often we tend to struggle with our issues before bringing the matter to the Lord in prayer how often we as God's children, we continue to grumble, murmur, fuss, and cuss about all the struggles that we go in our life. While while we could have the opportunity of bringing all these things in prayer in the presence of God. Quite more often we say, guess I can do nothing about it, but pray about it. Quite often, we use prayer as a last resort. God doesn't want us to use prayer as a last resort, but that should be, prayer should be our first response to God. As the songwriter says, Bring everything to God in prayer. Praise God. Yes, if we do so, We will learn that we can live a life that is content in our lives. But then when we do pray, we pray our own prayers for our own desires. Like James says, we pray about selfish things. Selfish prayers which leaves us empty, discontent, depressed, and unfulfilled. Our prayers can be effective and fulfilling if we simply pray His prayer. What is His prayer? The Holy Spirit propelled, directed, guided prayer. Praise God. Yes, Spirit-led prayers can be short or long, but they are to the point which brings Results quite often Selfish prayers Linger on the earthly things It is around material things But spirit led prayers Are spirit propelled prayers And they go into the realms Of the spirit And we ask for things that really matter The ability to forgive The ability to love The ability to let go The ability to live a holy life the ability to live a pure life the ability to live a right living in the sight of God Amen. look what Paul says in the same way the spirit helps us in our weakness praise God hallelujah yes the spirit helps us in our weakness he knows one who knows everything He knows our weakness. Would you want anybody to know your weakness? No. We shroud our weakness. We cover our weakness. But you can't cover anything from him. He knows our weakness. Praise God. He knows our weakness. The Greek term, asthenia, is used to use for that word weakness. It means want of strength and capacity. It means feebleness of mind and body. What is our weakness? Quite often here in this context, it is talking about the inability to know what to pray and how we ought to pray. The spirit knows All of our weaknesses. But here he's talking in the context. He's talking about the inability. To know what to pray. And how we ought to pray. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Paul says we do not know how we ought to pray. How does it go in Malayalam? kandana? Praise God. According to James, the wisdom to know whether it's a temptation, whether it's a trial or whether it's a test. How to pray? Lord, do I pray that this should go away? Lord, do I pray that I should persevere through this? Lord, do I pray that I overcome it? We do not know how we ought to pray. Praise God. Oftentimes we are feeble mind and we are feeble in our mind, in our souls. We don't know how to pray. Therefore, what does the Lord do? The Lord says, the Bible says, he... Helps us in our weakness. He helps us in our weakness. Where? In the realms of what? In the realms of what? Prayer. How many of you want help in the realms of prayer? Well, if we need help in the realms of prayer, what do we need to do first? What do we need to do first? Huh? Prayer. If you don't pray, it's not... I'll come to that. Okay. The indwelling Holy Spirit, through his superior, intimate knowledge of us, he knows what we really need. And he does what? He both prays for us, and he joins us in our prayer, infusing his Prayers into ours so that we can pray in the spirit according to Jude verse 20. I want you to look at this. I want you to look at the supernatural phenomena that's recorded in these two words. We're going to look at it very quickly. First, based on Romans 8.26. God is concerned about the pressures and the problems that you are facing in your life right now. Hello. God is concerned with the pressures and the struggles and the problems that you are facing in your life right now. Praise God. And what does he do about it? The Bible says the Spirit does what? He groans within us. He prays through us. Praise God. When Jesus was in the world, he groaned when he saw the consequences of sin, as it is recorded in Mark chapter 7, in John chapter 11. Today, the Holy Spirit groans within us and feels the burden and the pressures of the weaknesses and the suffering that we go through in our life. But the Spirit not only groans, but what does he do? He prays for us in his groaning so that we might be led into the will of God. Hello? Quite often we don't know the will of God. Therefore what? Praise God. The Holy Spirit prays within us. Prays so that we may overcome the struggles and pressures. And we be led into the will and the purpose of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Secondly, the Holy Spirit tells us what we ought to pray for. Jude says... Pray in the Pray in the Spirit Pray in the Spirit Praise God See when you are tuned to the voice of the Spirit When you saturate yourself in the word You hear the voice of the Spirit Leading you Directing you Guiding you Into what you ought to pray for Praise God Hallelujah Apart from his assistance and his aid, our prayers are limited by our own information, or lack of information, by our own reasons, by our own intuitions. We are limited. We do not know, but one who heals himself, one who is led by the Spirit of God, if he's led by the Spirit of God, the Spirit will tell us what we are. Ought to pray for. Praise God, Hallelujah. Praise God, Hallelujah. Hmm. Praise God. When we pray, the Spirit-directed and Spirit-led prayers, yeah. we understand the thoughts of God for our lives. We understand the desires of God. For us. We tend to pray his desires. We tend to pray his will. We understand the motives of God. We understand the will of God. And we are directed by the spirit of God. To pray his prayers. Praying in the spirit. Praise God. Muller prayed for salvation. For two of his friends. George Muller of Bristol. He prayed. For 50 years for the salvation of two of his friends. 50 years, that's a long time. Okay, of course, somebody asked him, Do you think did, somebody asked him what was the purpose in praying for such a long time 50 years for the conversion of his of two of his friends? And this is how Muller responded, Do you think? God would have kept me praying for all these years if he did not intend to save them. Praise God. In other words, when your spirit-led praying, you know you have the assurance that he wants you to continue, be persistent, persevere, in prayer till you see the results praise god hallelujah you know what happened the two people that he was praying for they both were converted one just before he died and one very shortly after he died praise god hallelujah praying the spirit led prayer will really Praise God. Bring results in our life. Amen. It doesn't end there. Recently there was an incident in Bihar. I believe that some of you guys already heard about it. Two sisters were sent from Tamil Nadu. To Bihar to evangelize. And these two sisters were effective. In their evangelism effort. In one of the remote villages in Bihar. And the people who were anti gospel elements they kept an eye on them and they came after midnight to attack these two sisters who were living by themselves they laid an ambush and they waited for these two sisters at night as they waited they saw that there were armed personnel standing in God around the hut that these two sisters were living and they went back and they called the leaders and they came back and they came and they counted 24 armed personnel standing around the hut that they were sleeping in. They came, they looked and they went back. The next morning, with their leader, they came and they asked these two women, who were the 24 armed personnel that was standing in God around your heart? They said, we have no idea what you are talking about. They said, no, we saw 24 gods armed to their teeth standing around your heart. Well, they reported the matter to the prayer coordinator in Tamil Nadu. And this is what was known, that the same night in that church, there was an all-night prayer going on. Guess, 24 people had gathered in that small church, and they were praying in the spirit and as they prayed in the spirit the Lord who knows today tomorrow yesterday the Lord who knows everything sent his angels to protect them to keep them to sustain them the psalmist says the angel of the Lord encampeth around about those who fear him to deliver them and to protect them there is power in prayer. And that is power in spirit-led prayer. That is power when you pray in the spirit. What you can see with your eyes. What you can hear with your ears. What you can understand with your mind. The spirit who sees all things. The spirit who searcheth all things. The spirit who knows all things can pray through you to bring about a protection. Folks, praise God. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit prays through us and we can pray in the Spirit. Let me ask you this morning, how is your prayer life? How is your prayer life? Your prayer life, your personal, private prayer life is reflected. In your Christian life. It is reflected in your fellowship. You know, we have prayer meetings on Tuesdays. We have prayer meetings on Wednesdays. We have prayer meetings on Fridays. We have prayer meetings on Saturdays. Where are you? You have nothing to pray about. Many of us are still picking because somebody... Prayed for us. Many of us are still around. Because somebody stood in the gap for us. Many of our children are still in faith. Because their parents stood in the gap for them. Many even when they are not in faith. God sustains them. Because their parents have taken time to pray. Pray in the spirit. But prayer has become what? It has become old-fashioned. Prayer has become old-fashioned. Let me tell you, even if prayer becomes old-fashioned, there are things that God does through the mode and the method that he has put in place that he will not do it through any other means. Praise God. Prayer can never be out. If it was outdated, God would not give His Spirit as a helper praying through us, praying in us, hallelujah, and giving us an opportunity and the privilege to pray in the Spirit. Unfortunately, I hear that when it is time for prayer, we take time for party could be pool party. It could be barbecue. I am not against pool party. I'm not against barbecue. I'm not against birthday bash. I'm not against uh, bridal showers or whatever shower it is. I'm not against it. But I plead with you. Don't put the, put the events when it is time for prayer. Praise God. Don't do that. You can have all the party that you want. Call it off before the prayer meeting. Praise God. If you're part of the party, encourage people to come for the prayer meeting. If you're a leader in the house of God, it is your responsibility not to linger in the party and thereby you being a bad model to others who are following you. May not our celebration become a venue where we stop people from coming into the presence of God. May not our celebration become an event where we stop people from pursuing the mind of God. I am amazed and I am appalled when I see teachers, Sunday school teachers, Youth leaders Ministers People who are in leadership They forget their responsibility I'll tell you what the trend is The trend is If I'm speaking I'll be there If I'm going to be doing something I'll be there It's Sunday morning And if I am involved in Sunday school I will be there Sunday morning if Saturday night I'm doing something, I will be there Saturday night. If I'm doing something Friday, I will be there Friday. Praise God. That's the trend. Praise God. Hallelujah. How can we be in leadership and set such a low standards? Praise God. Hallelujah. When it is time to pray, it's time to pray. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus said, they don't enter into the kingdom of God. And they forbid people to enter into the kingdom of God. I don't want, we don't want to be part of that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes. It's time for us to spend time in prayer. Praise God. Praying in the Spirit at all times. Praise God. Pray in the Spirit. Waiting patiently, asking the Spirit to give us prayers. Praise God. Hallelujah. Allowing the Holy Spirit to energize us. I see people who come for prayer meetings at night. They are so tired. Because they have been working all day. You can look at their face and you know they be, they are tired. They, 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 there is no energy left. There is no strength left in them. But you see them come in the presence of God. And they are energized by the Holy Spirit. As they allow the Spirit of God to pump in energy in them. And they pray in the Spirit. And wage a warfare in the Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Allow the Holy Spirit. To invade our prayer meetings. To invade our prayer list with His direction and with His energy. We do not know what we ought to pray for. Therefore, what does the Spirit do? He helps us in our weakness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Shall we look to the Lord in prayer? All eyes closed. Praise God. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. We got help. But do we tap into the help? Hallelujah. We got help. Are we tapping into that help? We got power and resources available. But do we tap into that? Who is this helper? Who is this comforter? Who is this paraclete that has come along our side? Lord, that is, that is indwelling us. Is God himself, the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. One who knows everything. One who is all powerful. One who is present everywhere. Father, we yield our lives to you, Father. We pray that we will give room to the Spirit of God in our lives, to work in us, to work for us, to work through us, so that your purpose concerning our lives will be fulfilled. We yield our life to your spirit, Father. Lord, we thank you. Help us to be obedient to your voice, obedient to your spirit. Those who are led by the spirit of God are called the children of God. May we be led by the Spirit of God. May we be led today. May we be led tomorrow. May we be led every day. And we pray that we will pray in the Spirit. Spirit Spirit-propelled prayers. Spirit-guided prayer. Spirit-directed prayers so that God's purpose in our lives will be fulfilled. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Lord, we yield our lives to you. In Jesus' name. We pray, amen.